Hello and welcome to Covecast, the podcast with everything you need to know about the CDL. My name is Matt, aka Triton. I'm Rafer, aka Manta. And coming up on the show, we'll give you our Atlanta home series predictions and a pl- and plays to watch out for. Uh, but first, let's talk about some news around the league. A lot's been happening since uh, London ended. Yeah, finally, uh, starting on our first topic, we're, we're finally starting to see a little bit of those uh, substitutes coming into play. Uh, well, I guess we've already seen them mainly for Toronto and whatnot, but yeah, but that's a that's a that's a ten man roster switching. Yeah, we're finally that's... seeing it on a a bigger team, right? A team that you you have some bigger names on. So yeah, and it started we're talking about uh Seattle. <laughs> yeah, earlier in the week, um, it was announced by Enable himself that he has been mm-hmm. benched. Um, Pander will be taking his place. I doubt it will be Proto. Um. Mm. and i like the change um i think their coach was very vocal at the end of last season that you know like if you want to yeah. if you want to start in the league then you have to earn your spot um yeah so that's what he's doing with the navel when i saw the news break um i know that between the launch weekend and cdl london i don't think he passed a 0.8 kd like no, did he's better definitely than that. Been off to a, a rocky start. Yeah, it's been rough. Um, the I only, don't. No, I don't see this um, being a, a permanent substitute or switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless it goes after, well. Yeah, unless it goes well. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's optimistic. But we'll see. After uh, that video was released on Reddit or whatever, another one was posted of Enable saying like, "Yeah, you know, I haven't." had to experience this like my past like however long he's been competing and he said like lit a fire in him he's he was playing tens the other night and he's he's on the grind now so and of course this was a thing back when substitutes were first announced um Mm. that you know these top players are no longer safe as you know they're they're being paid on salary now and like they can't they can't uh lack in their performance really or or even out of game two you know if you're lacking you know being late to scrims and whatnot like someone's right there ready to replace you so i think it's it sucks for enable but it's mm-hmm. cool to see like this really take an effect outside of toronto where you know they change their roster every two three weeks <laughs> yeah yeah we'll probably see that i mean with in a case like enable i mean he came into the i, I don't know if people know this but he has a background in halo and he's like one of the most decorated yeah. north american like console fps players ever um so that's why i don't think this is going to be a permanent <laughs> yeah switch, yeah but... i mean plus you, you deal with stuff like cap space you know you don't want to be paying a like enable wants to get that starting salary and he's not going to get that if he's on the bench and they're not going to be happy spending that salary cap on his space um so yeah he's got to light it up and in places pander who is an ar player um so octane is main ar on the team so i don't know if pander is going to be more of a flex We've heard Probably. stories about like the Ram Seven being a flex weapon now. Maybe yeah. we'll see him on that. <laughs> Probably not at all. Don't believe me. Um. <laughs> I I want the meta to change. I do. I want more guns than just these two. There have been other CODs where you know there have been more 
guns really mm -hmm. yeah and this is a pretty straightforward two gun game and it's personally playing it i'm getting bored of it like i want to use the mp7 i want to use the ram but i already know yeah like, there's so many guns that are like so close mm. yeah so we'll see but that's besides the point yeah tying it back to enable and pander i i assume pander is going to really help out with their search and destroy at least i mean it's not going to win them the series that they're hoping for you know like this is still a very this is a struggling team i don't think pander is going to come in and yeah. they'll surprise us like the paris legion did at like launch weekend i don't think that's going to happen um i had high hopes for seattle i still kind of do even though it's like mistrusted gut feeling um at this point um but that is not the only benching that's gone down in the league actually just today we have seen not officially but um the well, one, Los one was uh was that officially announced by seattle did they tweet that that Panda was going to start yet, or is that just like they're just no? So Panda is the speculation, but Enable's officially been benched. Okay. I don't think there's been any official word. Okay. Um, and for uh, yeah. for this one, the Los Angeles Gorillas are scrimming with Blast instead of Aches. There was some controversy a couple days ago. Uh, people were saying that Ricky was spotted scrimming um, yeah, with the Gorillas. Yeah. which which like i'd immediately have to assume given that they have two bench players that it was someone on his account like it wasn't any yeah. official standing so you know, it was fine yeah. um but now we're seeing you know a development on this uh blast was tweeting out on his uh personal account like i've been grinding like learning this game really quick now like to show my shot so yeah. he might he might uh have time to shine on us uh, struggling yeah. roster struggling roster i'd say well I, coming out of the last you know like two years world war two world war two black ops four he is a player i think most people expected to see on a a, a starting roster maybe not on mm -hmm. the you know best roster but he he's definitely good enough uh the only thing i have with this switch if this is you know true mm -hmm. we're going through with this is why like i get aches is not you know he's probably he's the worst player on the team yeah he's yeah. also the face of the team um and you know he is the gorillas he's the villain right like he no one on that team can live up to his kind of storyline right so i know the you know the objective here is you gotta win but i just think it could be a little detrimental to the brand if Aix is just being on the bench for an extended period of time. I don't think that these matches that we're going to see against the Gorillas are going to have as much of a uh, wow factor, maybe, or people are really going to care. Because people want to see Aix go home, but like if he's not playing, then... They, they want him there still. They, they want him to show up so you can tell him to go home. Yeah, exactly. Um... So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aix is going to be the face of the brand, so it's a bit awkward when they post uh, on social media today the whole Aix and Slasher exchange. Pre-recorded footage. <laughs> I mean, um, even if Aix was benched, like, he's still the face of the team, he'll still be at the meet and greets. Like, I assume at one point they'll treat him like censor. Um, like, in terms of, like, what he does for the organization, not his personality or anything. 
but just as it terms like picked up as a content creator so now he can be the face of the org and not really put a lot of time into scrimming so he has more time to do like public facing um stuff like video content or social media content um but all in i, I mean so, i think it's yeah Aix as a player is, you know, doesn't have too many years left in the scene anyways, so... Right. It may, I mean, if that's what they're doing, it makes sense. I just personally think Aix should uh, at least have, I don't know, should still have a starting point on the, on the roster. Maybe someone else gets benched for a tournament and see how that goes, but we'll see. I yeah. wouldn't even know who to, to bench. I'm looking at their roster right now and <laughs> everyone's pretty good not saints saints has been pretty good at this game so the thing is know. with blast if you look at him last game he was a maddox play he was a yeah. flex position so Aix is a flex position in this game so i'd have to assume blast is also going to be in that position now um switching out one for one and I think he brings more search and destroy experience, but I, I mean, this is very similar to the uh, pander over enable thing. They're going to bring an SND game, but you're still a team that's really struggling in the league. And I, I mean, I don't see a first win in sight for either of these no. squads for a bit, even with these roster changes. At the end of the day, I just am not a fan of that particular move because I like Aids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm biased, but <clears throat> we'll see. I think it it's a good idea in the slaying category, but he, mm -hmm. he's blast isn't a player who's gonna give your team a 180. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'll only ever talk bad about a player because I want them to be like at that professional level, like the best that they can be. So like with Aches, um, you know, like I want him back to good form. I don't know if it's past his time to do that, but. I won't speculate any longer. Let's move into our second topic, which is the CDL search and destroy oh, and yes. domination time changes that I'm personally yeah. happy about. So mm -hmm. search and destroy, the round time limit has been moved down to 130 uh, from okay. two. And for domination, the round time limit is now five from six. Um, mm -hmm. And it's been five minutes in previous titles, I believe. I don't know yeah. why it was six minutes. And honestly, I'm happy. Uh, we don't, have to watch another minute of domination which is yep, great exactly i think that's all this was was just and like yeah because <laughs> like re regardless of the time on domination it's still just going to be a clown fiesta like neutrals everywhere you never have a home flag like yeah. spawns are chaotic so a minute less of that is great search and destroy is when i think it's, it's a lot more controversial yeah. because in i think you know the th there's no the other way around it yeah. yeah, you have to play faster now. Like our cloud search and destroy, you have to hit, you know, you know, make it push thirty seconds earlier than you, what you would have. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. And that's thirty seconds worth of building up dead silence for you to use yeah, over so and over again. It really, it forces you to yeah, really kind of put the pedal to the metal and get these rounds going. Because to be honest, those <laughs> those you know round one round you know six of s and d on our club where they're just sitting around waiting for dead silence pretty boring yeah yeah exactly and i mean it's the best it's the best way to play in the current meta which sucks like i want to give them like the space to like really get in depth and search and destroy but it seems like 
with this time change and people don't put in time and effort to learn search really as a professional because yeah. you can win in respawns. Um, I, I like I like the change because it's less time watched, but I don't know. It might be, it might cause more sporadic gameplay. Like decision making has to be sped up now, um, mm -hmm. and I think players were used to that thirty second buffer. Uh, you could plan around that. Um, so I think long term, you know, this was this was the right move. This was the good precedent to set, and I'm glad that we did it three events in and not you know six at the end of the year yeah yeah right before champs they're like yeah, well yeah. wouldn't what, be what too surprised yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right so. yeah so that's pretty straightforward there and then you wanna do you want to start to bring up the last topic I, because yeah i'm still struggling know. to wrap my mind around this i don't I'm even know how to explain it i'm reading it and it <laughs> it's making sense to me but it's not making sense to me yeah so those words are in english and that's about all I got. Crossplay, <laughs> custom lobbies are chalked, mm -hmm. um, and I guess land lobbies are also chalked. Uh, something about an error platypus host has to be on one platform for another lobby for the other players to join, or vice versa, something like that. Basically, all in all, with my little understanding of this mm -hmm. thing, it's hard to comprehend yeah. is that you know, there's an event in three days and land lobbies aren't working yeah so, i feel like this <laughs> is one of your typical like something happens days before the event and everyone gets mad um this, i mean this is a pretty big one kind of need the lobbies to work yeah so. i mean i haven't seen anyone from activision or the cdl officially comment on it like i yeah, don't no, know I how I'm, I'm reading this from I think tactical rap so mm -hmm. or someone something yeah like that, yeah but... <laughs> yeah i mean so. these are all i i just i'd hope that they get it fixed before the league um i don't know how the tournament and an open bracket is gonna work if you know the lobbies <laughs> themselves don't work that's gonna be a lot of people sitting around doing nothing and i thought we left yeah. that in minnesota uh yeah. but this will, if this is not fixed by atlanta you know in the next three days yeah it's gonna be a dagger like it's not gonna be good <laughs> yeah I, i'd assume atlanta's one of the big home series you know throughout the season that's gonna be really big with all the fate i mean phase has been hyping it through the moon they've got so many creators there their teams playing yeah, out yeah. of this world um, celebrities it's gonna be a cool event that's for sure yeah <laughs> and i mean i know the i know the guys behind their like video production team content team <laughs> i know yeah. like the social media the analysts that i mean yeah i mean that's a nice looking organization all in all yeah. i'll say that it, i won't has always been on top of their right next yeah. to you know optic uh in their you know when it was optic so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, out of cool. out of Optic, a hundred thieves and Phase. Phase is the only one that really got to keep their identity and stay in the league. Yeah. Um, so you know, props to them. There's some, I'll, there's yeah. some loopholes. <laughs> but, yeah, there's. That's for sure. I, one day I want to learn the loophole that let <laughs> that let them be named Atlanta Phase. Yeah, there's an article on like Esports Observer or something like that about it that was done a while back, and they said something about it. I can't remember what it was, but. There's a little information about it on there. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into our uh, standings going into um, uh, Atlanta. 
not power rankings for once. These are actual standings <laughs> based on CAL points. Uh, I think everyone expected, you know, knows this. Chicago in first. Mm-hmm. Big surprise, Paris in second. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not a surprise Dallas anymore is, after the yeah, first event. Yeah, that's true. Dallas is still clinging on to third. Mm-hmm. Um, London fourth. Atlanta fifth, only because they've yeah. played two matches. Yeah, the, again, side note, asterisk, these standings are kind of whatever because some teams haven't played. Yeah, it's just so it's so early on in the season that so. I think the major things to uh, look at is Paris and London after playing two events or the second and third seed. I think they're yeah, playing. No, they're, they're being consistent. The, yeah, they're, yeah, they're sure. I'm a bit worried for Paris this weekend because Minnesota's being thrown into the mix now. And they haven't yeah. played each other. And I think Minnesota's looking good, honestly. I've always... I mean, we've only seen them at one event. They played against, what, Minnesota... The, I mean, they Toronto and... Toronto, which is uh, whatever. And I don't remember who they played against. I think it was... It was either the Gorillas or... It was Gorillas. Gorillas, yeah. Like yeah. Was an SMB thing. The, oh, right, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Van Perk. Um, I think the team has a lot of potential. They haven't really proved it yet after their home weekend. I mean, because it was two what we now know are like subpar teams that they beat. Yeah. Um, but Paris, you know, got upset last week to the subliners on the first day. And Minnesota's playing Paris on that first day. And I think that maybe maybe the tides could turn. I'm still a big maybe, fan of this. I'm Paris, a big fan of this Paris team, though. Paris 180 that event right yeah. after that loss. and bulldoze their way to what was it third i think they finished third fourth. yeah so, yeah i yeah i think uh paris is maybe not second but i'd mm-hmm. say third i'd i'd bump dallas down one or two spots and put paris at third yeah i mean uh, again it's so early on that it's even so hard to place dallas because it's like yeah. they they haven't really played they, outside they, of they huntsman and phase yeah yeah it sucks for them but I think they've only had like a series or two that <laughs> that they haven't played against the Huntsman or Phase. So we're true, and Shotzi and Illy are still developing. I think. Um, so yeah, as, I mean, as of this point, I would put Paris ahead of Dallas for sure. Uh, they've they've proved it, and uh, they deserve that spot. I'll give it to them. Um, and then I guess after you get past. Uh, Minnesota, who's six on the standings, it's kind of whatever. Everyone's at has ten points, and it's all based on their like map win to loss ratio. Uh, and then you have OGLA dead last with zero points at all. So yeah, we'll talk about them later. I don't think they're necessarily going to stay there for very long. No. Um, it's it's only the launch weekend. Um, yeah. But those are you know. Might as well look at the standings while they're there. They've given them to us, and uh, we made the most of yeah. it. All right, and welcome back to Covecast. Now we're going to get into the bracket. Now we're going to break down the groups. And, I mean, Atlanta's looking like a good home series to me. We'll start with Group A. Yeah, so we have <laughs> London Royal Ravens. We've got mm-hmm. the Florida Mutineers, Atlanta Phase, and Optic LA. Uh, all of these groups except all of the teams in this group rather except for london uh this is their second time playing now this is their this is their redemption arc except for phase um Mm -hmm. for florida and og i think they have a lot of proof coming into this event and being put in a group with phase and 
what I would call a hot London. I mean, they they couldn't get past like Chicago and the top teams that um, that we have around the top three. But mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be a, they're still a strong team, especially against like Florida and LA. I think it's a great team to like prove your worth against. Mm-hmm. I agree. If I yeah, London's looking good. They've gotten up plenty amount of reps in on yeah. land like they're they're definitely the most seasoned team uh tournament wise so far but mm-hmm. i would not uh put them as the best team in this group by far at, at, at any point but they're definitely i expect them to to play well <laughs> yeah i mean if london plays as they as they have then i think we're gonna see some upsets in this group i still think they haven't reached their full potential i don't think we scraps is in form yet i don't think dylan is in form yet which is really weird to see because that was like one of them like that was like the main factor going into this is dylan still going to be the beast that he is luckily weskin's taken that place i think he went on a high right now he's good i don't (laughs) think he's finished below a 1.3 kd at any of the events yet like he's he's absolutely playing out of his mind now he gets to play with his brother gets to represent his yeah right he likes his skin um my thoughts on florida yeah yeah let's talk about florida matches uh I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really heard anything from Florida. I haven't really watched any scrims with them or really seen any of them playing tens. I played against Skies in a, a CDL playlist match like two nights ago, and he kicked my ass. So, <laughs> but that's not that's not saying much. Yeah, <laughs> but he's at least they're playing, right? They're yeah, playing I mean, Florida <laughs> I think... since launch weekend has gotten a lot better at getting their players to stream. And I think their players are starting to realize mm-hmm. the importance of like building your brand, not just as a player. Um, yeah, I think that whole group, their parent group, right, Misfits. Mm-hmm. That's a well-established brand. I think uh, whoever the hell owns that team is aware of that, that you need to build a brand for yourself. Yeah. I mean, they've done it before with the Mayhem. They have yeah. their Overwatch Academy team as well. LEC teams. They've, you know, they know, they know the setup. They're no strangers to it. And finally one of their projects seems to be working maybe i mean at least they they'll hope so the mayhem didn't really do too good their lec team is well that that's other esports we don't need to talk about that right now <laughs> i'll get sidetracked and just talk for an hour yeah. about other things but i, I think it's worth talk I, I i look at the phase optic la matchup and i already know that's that gonna it's going to be a breeze phase um, phase versus optic that you know yeah, you know, E Classico matches back, but not really because it's not really. Isn't it Envy? Name. Isn't it Envy Sorry. versus Optic? Yeah, no, it is. But you know, back in like AW, mm-hmm. it was always Phase and Optic. Just going yeah, at true, it. true. Sniping teams, Phase and Optic. Those, those were always, at least for me. Yeah, those were always the big two. I don't really ever care too much about Envy. Yeah, Envy but... had a sniping team for all of two months. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was something so uh but this will yeah it'll be a breeze for phase and it's like i'm not expecting much out of ogla at least in that matchup see i um yeah i mean in that matchup but in terms of the group a bracket like i don't know how it's gonna go because i don't know yeah i don't see like london having a fire lit under them to like really perform um and florida and optic do they're playing for like 
some early uh what's it called determination motivation yeah. looking for mm-hmm. something to grasp onto um and they have a lot to prove yeah who are your so who are your two teams coming out of this bracket oh it's so hard to say uh, this group this group yeah so phase i think is gonna take the first seed i think yep. that's pretty straightforward unless they i don't i don't see them having a bad performance at this event no. um god who is gonna be the second seed coming out of this group i'm gonna be that guy who just breaks the cycle and i'm gonna say florida i think florida is really? gonna okay yeah I, I think they have, take, so yeah, I, you know. Mr. 2 Paris Legion over here. <laughs> All right, we'll bring it up we, every episode. We, Feed I've your ego. I've milked, <laughs> I've milked it enough. But Florida, I personally, I don't think so. I think we'll see FaZe and OGLA. But mm-hmm. Okay. So not I, London. I don't think London. London? I think yeah. London's coming in and they're gonna choke <laughs> i don't know what it's gonna be but i think th- they're just not gonna have a good event right the team with the most experience in the tournament yeah, doesn't seem that... to be like the most well off that's just call of duty esports right yeah your and... team gets gets destroyed by a team who sucked for the whole t- <laughs> the whole well, the... duration of the league so far yeah well the thing is like london's i wouldn't even call london hot right now i mean jared's been having an awful season rated has been a yeah. mad player as well um on the roster and i'd love to see those two turn up if those two turn up then they're they're coming out of the group but if it's just like weskin's trying to carry the team on his back while dylan and scraps are like sitting there fiddling their thumbs mm. um i really like this florida team though i'm gonna you know they they have some really great talent from gen g they have great talent from united last year with pristini like They've got the experience under them. They've got some new talent under them, and I think I think they'll make the running group A. That's that's my prediction. Okay. And with that, with that, we'll move to uh, Group B. You want to tell us who's in Group B? Yeah, we got Minnesota, Paris, Chicago, and Toronto. So off the bat, for me, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Chicago, Toronto. Chicago's taking that. I don't know, you know, Bance is in again, and they've been playing with him for two weeks now. I think, I think a hot Bance over Chicago. All right. No, no, no. No, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. I think Chicago comes away with the first seed in this group. I'm really excited though for the other matchup that's that uh, the group's opening with. I think this will be a real close match. I think. This first match, I think Minnesota's going to win. But I think at the end of the day, Paris is going to come out of the bracket. So I think it's going to be Chicago and Paris. Chicago and Paris? Fair. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I'm just... I think if you were to watch one series out of the opening day, it would be the Minnesota-Paris series, just because of how competitive I assume it will be. Yeah, I think Um, it's going to be super close. And I think it will also be really telling as to like that middle ground of the league. You know, outside of your Atlanta and Optic, who are you looking at? You're looking at Paris. You're looking at Minnesota to really step up and take that mid-table role. Like, Seattle's not doing it than you thought they would be. Optic's not off to a hot start. And, you know, people thought that they would be as well. Some people, at least. Mm -hmm. 
for me personally, like I don't know if Paris are going to do what they did in um, London and lose against a really bad team in the first round and then mm. like come back fighting the second day and just like really turn it up. I want to shake things up though. I want to say this group's going to be Chicago, Minnesota. That I mean, yeah, that was that's the obvious, you know, second <laughs> second I, option. I don't know. Is is Paris like the more favorable option here? Because I mean, they've put in uh, Paris have put in the reps. They've kind of like quieted a lot of people by being consistent right now with Kismet, with Denz is being a monster right now. Luca and Shocks are having room to grow on like a successful team instead of being weighed down by like a subpar team like they have been yeah, the last it's, couple of years. It's tough because I think part of Paris's success, right, was coming into the league with no one having much VOD to watch on them. Yeah, now and you now, now you look at Scum's stream and you know they're yeah, playing they've Paris. Been playing, they've been just well, yeah, Huntsman will scrim Paris. Paris has had a lot of time, you know, on a, a lot of their games recorded for the events at this point. So mm -hmm. That kind of factor is, is no no longer there, but I don't know. That's going to be probably the best matchup of the day, I think. <laughs> yeah, that could could very well be. <laughs> I'm really, like you've you've got God RX on that team. You've got Silly. Alex was having a pretty good season. Now he's on that roster, and Asim was Phase Academy, I believe. Um, yep. And you know, black, yeah. yeah, him and Cell, yeah, Phase Black rather, him and Cellium. I mean, we're a ridiculous talent. Um, so, think... so I'm excited for. I think it's gonna be such a great series. I'm just really looking yeah. forward to them playing, um, and they'll probably end up playing again in uh, the losers finals, and I'm excited yeah. for that just as much. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a really cool storyline to follow. I think the entirety of that series, whether or not Minnesota makes it into the top two is if God RX plays like he did at Minnesota. <laughs> if he's not playing like that, I don't think I don't think they they'll be able to pull it off. Yeah, I mean we shouldn't let it slide though that like Paris took respawns off of Chicago last event and like yeah, no, <laughs> like made it very that's competitive. I'm, that's what I'm saying is like God RX has got to be yeah. like on top of his game because Paris is looking real good. Yeah, I mean, they, they have to pretend, like, at the event they're playing in front of a home crowd. You know, like, they have to have that type of determination going into this. Yeah. It's going to be fun to see. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll give you our semifinals and finals predictions, as well as our player to watch for the tournament. And we're back. We're ready to uh, get into the semifinals, the finals. Mm -hmm. But first, we're going to go over our players to watch. Now, before uh, our little break there, mm -hmm. I was talking about how God RX had to be the guy for uh, Minnesota right. if they wanted to take down Paris. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to cover that too much because I've already talked about that. So I'm going to look at a different right. team. Gotcha. Looking at OGLA. Okay. I'm excited at, now. I'm looking at Slasher. Hmm. This is not only a team that is kind of like my team to watch for the event, mm -hmm. but he's also my player to watch because Slasher has always been that guy to, you know, turn teams around. You saw it with the 100 Thieves. That team was ass. Mm -hmm. Slasher gets, you know, some coaching. They get a new player, turns it around. He's like that veteran, right? 
I think J-Cap is kind of, you know, he's not going to have a good event. I don't think he's going to have a good event, just like normally he doesn't have a good event. So I think Jake uh, Slasher really needs to <laughs> yeah, sorry, Big Cap. Uh, I think Slasher is going to really have to pretty much carry the weight of J Cap if they want to get anything done. Um, and especially if they want to have a good matchup against FaZe. I mean, you got Selium and Major Major Maniac as their ARs. Mm-hmm. Like, Slasher is really going to have to step it up because if they don't have any AR presence, they're going to get absolutely smoked, ran through, like, not even close. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, yeah I agree with you on that. If there's a team to watch for me, I mean Optics definitely up there because they there's you, you hear the names on the team like you see it on paper, and you're like, oh okay, this is gonna be like a top tier team, and then you see them in practice. Yeah, and at least at the first event, um, they didn't show up, so I'm excited to watch them too. And Slasher, I mean, has been one of the best players in COD for the last couple of years. I mean, he's known for his AR slaying capabilities when he's at his peak. And yeah, I don't, even, I don't think even, he's past his prime either. No, I think he's fine. I don't even really know what his stats were from um, Minnesota. I don't know if he was playing super bad or mediocre or above mm-hmm. average. I, I have no idea. I just think that as the veteran player on that team, it's really going to fall on him to you know, get Dashy TJ on the same page, make sure they need to do what they got to do, and then get, um, pick up J-Cap's slack, and I don't even know who, who's the fifth man on that team. Um, for who? For OGLA. Um, you got TJ Halley, TJ, you got Dashy. TJ Dashy, Slasher, J-Cap. Holy shit. <laughs> no, not both of us. Um... Whatever. <laughs> Must not be important if we can't even remember their I'm uh, so mad at myself right now. I'm actually going to Google this. Hang on. <laughs> Can we just restart? No, we're not restarting. <laughs> How do... Oh my god. This is so embarrassing. Let's see. I'm going to get really mad when I find out who it is. Oh, it's fucking Kenny. Oh, shit. <laughs> we were, we've been talking about that old 100 Thieves roster with, like, Enable and Slasher. <laughs> Just completely left both of our memories. Oh, my God. All right. Oh. Fuck that. Anyways, who, who, who are you interested in seeing? See, I don't want to cut that because that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing, but it's funny. We'll keep it rolling. That's less editing I have to do. So, <laughs> um, so, so I'm, I'm kind of gone my own way and picked two because there's two players for two different reasons breaking the rules hey you got your god rx in and then started talking about someone else (laughs) so i'm gonna start with priesta on atlanta because i think him and crowder the coach are like reeling in a group of young young talent who like are are some of the best in the game and I think Priest is the only real backbone, like, in-game when they're playing. Um, so just to see him put up consistent numbers, I'll be happy with, because they need him mm. to be, like, a solid foundation, in my opinion. Um, like, he doesn't have to be getting all the stats and whatnot, but as long as he's consistent and being impactful uh, while he's playing, 
I think mm-hmm. that he that's just gonna allow the rest of the Atlanta team to really just like blossom, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And my other player to watch is also coming out of Group A, and it's Dylan. Um, and you should watch him because I don't know where he went. I lost him. <laughs> Could not find him. Um, keep your eyes out. Yeah, so keep your eyes on him because preseason, I think a lot of people came into this thinking that the London team will be successful. Like, it's going to be Dylan and then who else? But now it's like Weskins and who else? Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, again, like Dylan, when he's in his prime, he's an absolute animal. Like, he... One, one of the best to come out of EU and he we're not seeing that right now and I don't know why we're not seeing that right now I don't know if it's like not good scrims not a, you know they have the reps in now um there's there's no excuse for them I think at this event and in that group is going to be a real test for London for the first time um that the home series have been going on for yeah so I agree yeah, so those would be my two players, two teams to watch. And we'll now move on to the semifinals and finals predictions. Mm-hmm. So in our my top four, we'll just do a little refresher. I've got the Huntsman coming out of Group B as the first seed and Minnesota as that second seed. And for Group A, I have FaZe coming first, and I have Florida coming in second, like a champion. <laughs> All right. I've got Chicago and Paris, and FaZe and OTLA. I guess the main storyline here is, do we see any team being able to upset Chicago and FaZe on their way to the final? Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. Um, if... Out of any of these, I would simply one. I no, I don't think so. But if there was going to be an up, uh, an upset, I would say probably at least for my bracket, phase uh, against Paris, mm-hmm. uh, simply because you, of the way we saw Paris play Huntsman at London, just how close it could yeah. be. Um, but again, I don't think either OGLA or Paris will be able to pull off an upset. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just so early on that things are pretty, like, cut copy, like, pretty clean. Um, so, I, I think, yeah, it's so unfortunate that Paris and Chicago are in Group B, because I would love, yeah. I would have loved to have seen another semifinal between the two. Yeah. Um, but given that, Paris now has to face uh, FaZe in, in your version. Uh it becomes a test for phase like how well can they do against the team that like almost beat chicago um and like gave them a run for their money i think people are going to be drawing that type of comparison um when they look at that matchup how about you what were what would you say if if any upsets were going to happen (laughs) i mean regardless of whoever i picked for the second seed i don't think we're seeing an upset at this event um and i mean going off of that paris atlanta game i mean it's in atlanta so um yeah home home advantage for sure i think home advantage is a thing for sure at this event um like you saw teams minnesota and london so far it's gonna be a thing for most events yeah 
Yeah, the last two events, you definitely saw that the home crowd definitely was louder than uh, any of the other groups of supporters, even when those teams were the likes of Dallas or Chicago. So yeah, which which was so like healthy and great to see. It was so refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> for for real. Yeah, I mean, it's something that Call of Duty fans haven't seen ever. Really? Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, Optic, Optic and Since Envy Optic, have yeah. been there from the beginning, and then FaZe as well, 100 Thieves more as of late. Like, you never really saw, like, Splice get a, like... Yeah, go Splice! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except if the, the few European fans at the venue, but, yeah. Yeah, even then, it was... <laughs> It was more about like scraps or reciprocity than it was, but yeah. regardless, let's not stomp on a rest in peace splice. Um, <laughs> so it's gonna come down to optic, not optic. <laughs> after just talking about them, it's gonna come down to Chicago against Phase. Yep. And um. I mean, Chicago just got beat in respawns by Paris. Phase is such a strong search and destroy team as well that for me, for me, I see Phase taking it all. I see Phase being able to take it at their home series, which I think will be really cool because um, we're not going to see that a lot. I don't assume at least. No, um, yeah, unless you're unless you're, unless you're Phase Chicago, Dallas, or maybe Paris. <laughs> I guess at this I point. mean, does Dallas win their own homestand if Chicago or Atlanta's if there? Chicago's there, no. Yeah. No, probably not. I don't know who's playing at Dallas, but yeah, if that's one of those two teams are there, then probably yeah. not. Um so yeah, Atlanta could be the only one for the year, yeah. maybe outside of Chicago. For me, but... like this is a question of how good is FaZe? Like how much better are they actually? Because yeah. we saw them at one event, and they were phenomenal. Like, no one's going to discredit that. But I want to see them step up and, like, take place in this tournament environment now. And, I mean, I, I want to see them either, like, blow up or be mediocre. I just want to, like, see more games of them. I want to see more reps in from FaZe so I can really see, like, how they stack up. How Are they really going to be untouchable the entire season? Because after that mm -hmm. first event, it's shaping up like that. But uh, we'll see. I see them taking this event. I, I forgot if you said uh, your prediction yet. Uh, no, I, I would. I hate to say it, but FaZe probably are going to win. Hmm. If there was going to be any sort of upset in this whole bracket, I think it could just happen in the it finals. It happen in the finals. Chicago hmm. beats FaZe. I think most people have um, FaZe taking it. I think, like you said, this is going to be a testament to how good uh, Atlanta really is, and the finals are going to prove that. If Atlanta kind of sneaks by and barely takes the win, you know, if the respawns are super close mm -hmm. or the s are pretty close too, and they kind of just barely, you know, by the skin of their teeth, pull the series off, I'm not going to be too impressed, but if they come out and absolutely stomp Chicago, then it's mm -hmm. going to be a pretty clear-cut factor that it's Atlanta, Chicago, and then the rest of the league, wherever they fall. Fair enough. I think, all in all, the Atlanta home series has some really great matchups. 
Um, I think that the stream and the venue is going to be really cool to watch. They've got so many celebrities there. The yeah, social I mean, media got, is going to be popping. They've got FaZe, like it's FaZe Clan. Yeah. FaZe Clan is there. I, I don't follow FaZe Clan like I used to, but mm -hmm. you know, I saw some of the guys. You got Rain, Apex, you know, Little Yachty. Yeah, uh, Offset's going to be there, like doing Offset. content with them already. It's, yeah. it's going to be good. So I thank you all for joining us. We'll be starting to use our social media a lot more, so check out our Twitter at yeah. TheCoveCast. And from there, you can find links to our YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram. Google Play soon, iTunes soon. Mm -hmm. Hope you all enjoy CD Atlanta as much as me and Rafe will be. And uh, yeah. we'll see you all in the next one. Yes, I'm excited. Goodbye.